Good morning, City Church. I'm Phil Davis in Prague, Czech Republic, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's word, a moment of grace. This is ministry partner takeover week when you, the people of City Church, get to hear from some of the people you've joined forces with in sharing the gospel and caring for God's people. We work with Surge in Prague at an international church that we planted called Faith Community Church. And lately, we've been doing a lot of Ukrainian refugee ministry. I wanted to talk about one of my favorite Bible verses from 1 Corinthians 15. But before I get there, I wanted to start with a little context. My wife, Shanna, and I first met in St. Petersburg, Russia in 1998, where she was doing short-term missions and I was teaching English. Actually, she says it better. I was finding myself, and I found her. Uh, it's a much better discovery, if I have to say so. Anyway, after a whirlwind dating relationship that involved falling in love overseas while connected to missions, I had figured that moving to beautiful Prague in 2005 to continue a calling into missions was going to be easy, even glamorous. Wrong. I'll never forget Shanna quietly crying into her pillow the very first night after we landed. There was no glamour and no missions honeymoon phase. I quickly started to think that maybe we'd made a terrible mistake. What had we done? I was ill-equipped as a church planter, and worse, I was not loving my wife and two little ones in the midst of their difficulties. But failure felt, well, uh, defeating and demoralizing. How would we be able to return? and face our friends and family who had given up so much to send us? How would I tell our other teammates who had also picked up their lives in Charlotte to come with us to Prague? How would I look at myself in the mirror? A few months into our first year, I finally sheepishly talked to my boss, a seasoned missionary who had lived in Africa and Spain, who had famously persevered through incredible trials and trauma. I asked him with all sincerity, what happens if we can't make it? And without missing a beat, he looked at me and said, I will love you and so will Jesus. I heard the words I needed at that moment and at many other moments these last 17 years, I had the freedom to fail. At the time, I didn't really like who I was, but my boss reminded me whose I was. Jesus's victory over death and my resulting position as a child of God mattered so much more than my failures or my successes. My efforts mattered, but that's not what defines me or my destiny. And that's what's so great about 1 Corinthians 15. You know it as Paul's famous resurrection passage we hear every Easter, verses like 14. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. Or verses 54 and 55, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? But after all those glorious truths about the resurrection life waiting for us and the position that Jesus has secured for us in glory, Paul finishes this chapter about future resurrection life with a verse about the resulting freedom we have. 58. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. 
Our labor is not in vain. Our work, our striving, and yes, even our failures are not in vain. Because verses 1 through 57 are true. So we can be steadfast. We can be immovable. And we are free to abound in the work of the Lord because Jesus is risen. Friends, I I hope you see your labor is not in vain, even when it doesn't turn out the way you'd hoped it would. Even if it's an utter failure, it's still not in vain because Jesus is still risen, he still loves you, and he still works in you and through you. Thank you so much for all your prayers and support and encouragement for us here in Prague. Thanks for listening. I hope to see you soon and stay well and do good.